Okay. Okay, and that looks to be coming in hot. So let's bring it. Trigger warnings and all that. Folks, this program does deal with transphobia, homophobia, violent motherfucking misogyny and patriarchal values. Uh, how capitalism undermines humanity and dehumanizes humans and humanifies corporations. If I don't make up some sort of silly suffix, it's off brand. <laughs> That's actually accurate. <laughs> okay. All right, ma'am. Jesus Christ. There is a still funny business afoot. There is still funny business afoot in Portland. Um, so Ken Klippenstein, who first of all is like very funny on Twitter, hmm. so I appreciate the humor, but is also actually like a legitimate journalist and a legitimate lefty. So um, I appreciate following this person's newsfeed. They write for The Nation. I think they write for a couple other outlets as well. And so they put up... Um, an article yesterday afternoon at 5.45 p.m. And in it, they're talking about a uh, internal memo obtained exclusively by the nation details a coordinated program of domestic counterinsurgency, which sounds fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, I don't even... Oh, yeah. Like, what stage of the fucking end times is this? All right. The so, best part. The, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, for days, federal agents in unmarked cars have reportedly been snatching Portland protesters off the streets. On Thursday, video emerged of federal agents clad in camouflage fatigues and unspecified police patches, apprehending one such demonstrator and placing him in an unmarked vehicle. Social media lit up with speculation about the intentions and the identity of those agents. A memo consisting of internal talking points for the federal agency responsible for their arrest, CPB, which is the Customs and Border Protection, which again, why the fuck is Customs and Border Protection in Portland? Mm. Why? You don't, you don't need them there? No, no, we don't. And there's a... Did you see this map image? What map image? It's a map image that... um. It, it shows, like, uh, where the border... Because it is, like, literally just around the border. And it just happens to be, like... It captures all the cities because that's, of course, where folks would be for, like, as soon as you immigrate here, you're just going to yeah. land there and maybe find work immediately. Mm -hmm. And import-export is work to get into. And then once you're integrated into the city, like, as a taxpayer and a worker, now you get into city sanitation jobs and local shops and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, this basically covers the cities as far, you know, except for the Midwest, of course. <laughs> And yeah, it's a, it's an interesting map. I um I'll just I'll go ahead and post it to my uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, but they're not looking for people who have a questionable immigration status. That's I don't think this is what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but uh, a memo obtained exclusively by the nation provides some answers, but raises even more questions. Dated July 1st, what's today, like the 18th, 19th? 18th right now. 18th. So, dated July 1st, the memo is titled, quote, Public Affairs Guidance, CPB Support to Protect Federal Facilities and Property. <laughs> All right. And is marked for, quote, for official use only. 
It describes a special task force created by the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, in response to President Trump's executive order on protecting American monuments, memorials, and statues, and combating recent criminal violence. He made a fucking executive order to protect monuments. Like, I just can't fucking... What? Yeah. There's a pandemic, like... A bunch of people are about to be homeless in the next two months. But our participation trophies. But our participation trophies. They must stand. It's hilarious because, like, as this is happening, did you see that, like, basically they banned uh, use of Confederate flags at, like, military bases and shit? They need to, um, and, yo, they need to ban fucking Fort Hood. And huh. if anyone out there is or knows a, um, a, a femme individual... Right, cis, trans, queer, any femme individuals that survived Fort Hood and want to tell their story, this is the outlet that will platform the shit out of it. Mm. All right, so uh, that task force is called PACT. Why does everything have to have a fucking acronym? Oh, yeah, uh, what, what is it? Uh, the Protecting American Communities Task Force. The what? Protecting American Communities Task Force. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. But let's just scroll back up for a second here. Yes. Uh, it is a special task force created in response to Trump's executive order on protecting American monuments, memorials, and statues. The task force is called Protecting American Communities Task Force. Okay. Are American communities monuments, memorials, and statues? Are those the real American communities? American community, yeah, statues. All s- statues matter. All statues matter. Stat lives matter. Stat I, li- I don't know. Fucking crap. Cool, Dad. What is that? Some old Indian thing. What's it for? Well, I don't know much about Indians, but I do know tools. And if I had to guess, I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull. Twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here. Yep, that's what it's for. (sighs) There should have been some statutes many moons ago. When you don't have anything to play and you have to resort to Hank Hill, man. All right. Uh, so, the PACT task force has been tasked not only to assess civil unrest, but also to surge resources to protect against it. The Portland arrest of Mark Pettibone, first reported by Oregon Public Broadcasting, that is the story we covered yesterday. Yes, ma'am. That was, um, again, when I said, like, like 87 times, do not answer questions when police ask you, ask for a lawyer. Um, and they eventually, like, let him go after, like, 20, 30 minutes of questioning because he would not answer questions. Don't fucking answer questions. Ask for a lawyer. Um, so the Portland arrest of Mark Pettibone, first reported by Oregon Public Broadcasting, followed several similar arrests involving officers from a Border Patrol Tactical Unit, BORTAC. Again, with these fucking acronyms. Border Patrol Tactical, Tactical Unit is what? BORTAC. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. <laughs> Which is, I guess, just like B-O-R for border and then T-A-C for tactical. Just BORTAC. And it's ta- tactical means violence. That's what it that, does. That's what that's I, like. I just associate that word with violence now. Every single one of these fucking um, acronyms means violence. It means like <laughs> military grade violence. Every single fucking one. Fucking Christ. Um, and if we, it, it, I'm not educated, folks. So if I could read through that, how obvious is it to folks? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Vortec. Vortec. Uh, so that is CPB's equivalent of a SWAT team. See, what the fuck did you just say? It fucking <laughs> violence. I, and that's what it made me think of was, oh, fuck. So they're sending in SWAT teams. They, they are. They're sending in SWAT teams. All right. So... All right, so Bortac is CPB's equivalent of a SWAT team, as well as the U.S. Marshals Special Operations Group. A CPB spokesman confirmed to the nation that CPB agents were responsible for the arrest. Now, keep that, because yes. yesterday, Uh-oh. they said, we didn't arrest him. It, he was never under arrest. And we covered it. Uh, you might want to go back and listen to it, because I read, like, verbatim from the... Um, the Oregon Public Broadcasting article where the guy who got arrested specifically said they, um, you know, handcuffed me, they put me in a car, they put um, a beanie or a mask or, like, they put something over my face so I couldn't see. I would, like, they let me out. I was in a jail cell. They, you know, patted me down, did mug shots, and started interrogating me, and then finally, like, gave me my Miranda rights and all that. And they were like, it wasn't an arrest. And I was like, so wait... How do you get put in handcuffs, get detained in a car, um, get your Miranda rights read to you, get your mug shot, sit in a jail cell, go through an interrogation, but that's not an arrest. That sounds fucking zwonky, right? Yesterday, Zwonky. Zwonky. Yeah. I like that word. I'm with it. <laughs> I like that word. I'm zwonkish um, myself. A policy zwonk, really. Um, hmm. But but yeah, so yesterday he went through all that and they were saying it wasn't an arrest. Today they're saying, just kidding, he, we actually kind of did arrest this dude. All right. <clears throat> all right, so um, yeah, so CPB agents were responsible for the arrest, pointing to the authorities under Protecting American Communities Task Force. All right. He said, quote, violent anarchists... All Which, right. again, if you listen to the episode from yesterday, we read the DHS statement where it was like, we need this because of violent anarchists. But then, like, every, like, crime was property damage. Like, violent anarchists broke a window of a courthouse. Violent anarchists cut a hole in a fence. Like, you know. So, you know, these are the violent anarchists. All right. I don't know. So, that fence was resisting. <laughs> it was <laughs> resisting. Um, violent anarchists have organized events in Portland over the last several weeks with the willful intent to damage and destroy federal property, as well as injure federal officers and agents. These criminal actions will not be tolerated. Which is also interesting to me, like, for all you bootlickers out there, <laughs> um, and all you fucking blue lives who think that you're fucking important because you have a badge. Keep in mind that when the federal government talks about you, they put intent to destroy federal property above intent to destroy you. Just in case you don't know where you actually rate in the world. <laughs> like, just in case you forgot. They're more concerned about fences than they are about you. Because what does it say? Willful intent to damage and destroy property as well as injure officers. They're more concerned about the property, so maybe you should rethink your fucking priorities. Uh, and then he says, these criminal actions will not be tolerated. The Talking Points memo identifies a series of potential questions, including many of those being asked in response to the Portland arrests. In several cases, it instructs CPB officials not to answer them, citing, quote, operational security. Huh. For example, in response to questions about where CPB personnel are being deployed, the memo says, quote, 
it would not be appropriate to disclose law enforcement operational specifics which could jeopardize operational security. That's a whole lot of nothing. You're sure? I'm sure. I don't know. I, th- I think that they need to secure the operations of boar tacking. <laughs> boar ratting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And watch out. There may see, be some boars among you ratting out your comrades. Like that one fucking liberal asshole. That w- Just one? Well, I mean, there's a, probably a lot of them, but that one in particular kept posting the pictures of... Um, a black person who was like, and they're like, this person is an in, um, an outside agitator. They're here to make us look bad. And then this person got arrested because uh, the white liberal who was um, recording it kept tweeting about it and talking about it. And then police used that footage to identify a black person later who's now facing arson charges and is probably going to be in prison for like the next 25 years. Congratulations, white liberals. A victory all around, I'm sure. Oof. Um, yeah. So this fucking like military word salad it's a tactical word salad really no um (laughs) honestly that's what it is it would not be appropriate to disclose law enforcement operational specifics which could jeopardize operational security that doesn't mean anything as for questions about when cpb personnel will be deployed and for how long the memo states quote we do not give out operational specifics however we hope this support will be short term just for the july 4th weekend what's today's date uh, t- today is July 3rd. <laughs> today is not July 3rd. It is uh, July 18th, 410 a.m., com. All right, so they were going to be gone by July 4th. Okay. Uh, the CPB spokesman, however, did not give any indication that the operation would be coming to an end. Really? Uh, the Department Department of Homeland Security, DHS, and its components will continue to work tire- tirelessly to reestablish law and order and protect those goddamn buildings. Uh, While many police have criticized the alleged lawlessness of arrests, some even engaging in conspiracy theories about them, these arrests are likely legal, according to current and former federal law enforcement officials interviewed by the nation. And that's exactly what makes them so troubling, explains Jen Budd, a former senior Border Patrol agent. Yeah, see, and that's that shit, like, people think leftists are always being, like, paranoid and shit, and we're talking about, like, civil liberties and, you know, like, all the shit that the government can do, and everyone's always like, oh, they won't do that, and, oh, you know, yeah, okay, okay, and what is it they always say? If you don't do, if you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have anything to worry about. So all these people just fucking walking around Portland are (laughs) doing something wrong by walking around? Then the same ones, when it's an election year, when it's an election year... They're like, whoa, look at that stop and frisk. Uh-huh. Look at what they're doing to those Negroes. Right. They weren't doing anything wrong. They shouldn't have anything to worry about. Right. Um, this fucking guy. All right. Uh, during the D.C. protest, many federal agents removed their insignia, but explained, referring to a June 1st protest in front of the White House, where protesters were tear gassed. When the agencies discovered uh, what... What the agencies discovered was that they could do this without much blowback from Congress. You see? Well, Nancy Pelosi's going to fucking fix it. And that's that's why they showed up the way they did. They were like, hey, protesters. It's a chance to do good for us boys in the hood. Just call us NWA, neighbors with appetizers. They brought the protesters snacks. No. Snacks. No. Snacktical. It was, it was snacktical. <laughs> it was a snacktical operation. 
Uh, a former senior DHS intelligence officer explained that while other federal agencies are required to wear identifiers when conducting arrests, NCIS agents have to wear both marked jackets and hats during arrests, for example. This is not the case with the DHS. So the federal government doesn't actually have to use... All right, that's great. That's helpful. And see, somebody pointed out, I think it was uh, Molly Crabapple pointed out on Twitter yesterday, is saying that um, because they're not wearing their identification, they could literally be like anyone putting these people in vans, and that's what's, I'm, I guarantee you, that's what's going to happen next. It's going to be like fucking um, right-wingers who, um, you know, are trying to help, like these fucking militias and shit. Like, remember how the uh, there were like these militias going down to the border and like just basically kidnapping groups of people trying to cross the border. That's what's gonna happen next. Just fucking wait and see. Didn't we cover the um the the new thing that just started under the Trump administration with ICE uh, just bringing in regular regular the fuck ass people? Yes. Because it's new. Yes, it is new. This is not from 2012. Damn mm. it. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm. Trump started this himself. He's been planning it. It's unprecedented. Um, (laughs) Fucking fucking goddamn, he's going to be quoted forever. Yes. He's got, like, I think he's defeated Bush in the the quotes. Oh, yeah. Like, put food on your family is nothing now. We still got that is uniquely American. All right, so the fact is they don't have to do anything in marked vehicles. Such operations happen all the time at the discretion of supervisors. Now, see, that makes me wonder what's going to happen if somebody, like, actually resists. Are they just going to get shot because they have a right to shoot you because they're federal agents? Like, I don't know. If they fear for their lives. Yeah, well, I mean, resisting for some reason makes them fear for their lives. Like, running away makes them fear for their lives, so... Fuck, if I had time, I could apply for that shit just so I could fucking take pictures of the manual and post them online. They would never hire you. Yeah, they would. You would not pass a background check. They'd be like, whoa, did you hear this guy's podcast? Yeah, and Holy that's why they shit. would never hire this you. This is the guy we need. They're not gonna hire you. Um, for optics. If it gives them a tactical advantage, they will find a way to justify it, says a current DHS official. But just because the practice is legal, that doesn't mean it works in law enforcement's favor. It's good for a public image to have visible police presence as a deterrent, the former intelligence officer said. The memo also addresses the question of whether CPB will deploy drones again. CPB formally deployed a Predator drone over Minneapolis uh, to the concern of many in Congress who sent CPB a letter... And, uh, see, what the fuck is with the letter? All right. The memo <laughs> and... Letter. With recommendations. Yes. <laughs> like, we don't like this. I'm like, all right, we'll fucking pass a law then. Shit. The memo instructs CPB representatives to respond. At this time, CPB Air and Marine Operation has assets on standby to assist as needed. Or just like that shit where, like, they keep fucking doing this in Congress, passing these, like... Um, just fucking, like, vague-ass bills that keep stripping civil liberties and giving more and more power to the federal government, and in particular to, like, law enforcement agencies, and then people get, like, mad when they see, um, you know, like, uh, like, how it went down in Ferguson. They're like, what the fucking tanks? This is, this isn't America. This is fascism. And it's like, fucking, then why did you sign all that shit? Like, what the fuck? And now they're mad, like, oh, they're flying drones. Who gave them the authority to do that? Congress, like, don't I hate that shit. What are you doing? I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. Uh, I'm gonna take your little Mexican friend with me, and I'm gonna kill him. 
I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. I'm gonna take your little. Yes, Cuban B. As uh, what you're going on and um, a comment left on a on a Patreon post. Yes. Uh, yes, Cuban B on Patreon. Oh, I was like, uh, why are you playing that clip? Yes, uh, left a comment on uh, and said, uh, the U.S. has been on a fast track to this shit for a minute now. This didn't just pop up when this clown fascist administration came to power either. Mm-hmm. The fucking Patriot Act was bipartisan AF, capital on the F. Uh, Yeah, there was a fuss raised, but I'm willing to bet most Americans didn't give a F capital on the F. Yes. I was one of them. That's why I started fucking with the left, because at some point it clicked to me that that they're ahead of this shit that everyone else eventually catches up to. Besides just being morally the right side, I just also want to be on the winning side as well. Everyone should. Mini rant done. Thanks for what y'all do, motherfucker. Thank you. That yes. last line was me. That last line was me. Yeah, that's uh, Yes Cuban B on the Patreon. Enjoy the comments. Comment more. I'll quote you, nigga. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that on that left shit, like, um, because you find yourself just looking for shit to be more left. Yeah. Like, when I started podcasting, it was, yeah, we're the black atheists. Check us out. <laughs> we're neat. And then, uh-huh. um... We're fucking with other atheists, but, like, they're talking about stuff. We're just like, yeah, but racism sucks, too. And they're like, don't worry about racism, just yeah. atheism. Yeah. We're worried about Christianity oppressing folks. And we're like, yeah, but the Klan is Christian. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then so black kind of breaks off. Mm-hmm. And then you got, like, these black atheist dudes out in Atlanta that have a relatively large platform. But they're like, and... The women and the homosexuals, and we're like, okay, 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 no. we're gonna do black atheist feminism over here, <laughs> right? But then it's like, but then white women look up and say, feminism. Well, I have something to say, and the black women are like, when white women break glass ceilings, black women clean up the glass, yes. all right? It falls yes. in our eyes when it comes down, yes. You know, so then that breaks off. But then it's like, now you have the black feminism that is, it turns into Zerlina Maxwell and Mm -hmm. pro-corporate Democrat capitalism. So we're like, we got to go take a little bit more to the populist left. Yeah. And then that's when we find this fucking multiracial working class community and some with class privilege that are just down ass homies that come through. Definitely. And so we end up here. And I end up listening to shit like Lee Camp yelling for like four minutes. Like this is before Lee Camp had the RT shit. Okay. And he was just some cat on YouTube in like a basement. I don't know where the fuck he was recording. It was just this dark, dank recordings of this guy doing hilarious jokes about horrible shit that government and corporations are doing together. Yeah. All right. Now my mini rant done. Yes. <laughs> No, I think a lot of people do actually come to the left like that. Like right now, I think police and fucking federal officials are doing a great job of radicalizing the next generation of uh, protesters, revolutionaries, you know, however you want to frame that, because that has always been um, the sort of like, as long as you're not doing anything wrong, you're fine attitude. And of course, you know, marginalized groups have been like, that's not true, right? You know, um, like getting arrested, like trans women getting arrested and charged with prostitution charges um, for walking while trans, you know, obviously, you know, black people, uh, victims of stop and frisk, brown folks, victims of stop and frisk. And so like, we've always known and we've been saying 
saying, but of course, you know, um, people with privilege who haven't had to live that life, it just sounds, you know, completely ludicrous to them. But now they're seeing it in real time where it's like people who live in Portland who aren't even, you know, protesting are now fucking getting caught up with these fucking, um, you know, the noise, the fucking flashbangs, the fucking tear gas, right? Um, the people who are protesting, because the vast majority of protesters are peaceful, and you do have a constitutional right to protest, they're fucking losing their eyes and shit, fucking getting, like, fucking shot with, uh, you know, these fucking rubber bullets and fucking tear gassed and fucking dragged and beaten by cops, and it's like... You know, yeah, I'll keep on <laughs> radicalizing these fucking young working class white people. And now there's like little literal fucking live footage of niggas just getting like just, you know, run up on and put in the back of a van. God knows who has you. God knows where you're going. Who knows where they're taking you? You don't know if you're coming back. Like it's like some fucking what did uh, yesterday? What was the somebody said it was like, um, what was it? Uh, it was like Guantanamo meets stop and frisk. Guantanamo meets stop and frisk. It's like. Or was that, or was Guantanamo just intercontinental stop and frisk? I mean, arguably. <laughs> um, so, though CPB frequently uses drones to conduct border surveillance, the Minneapolis incident appears to be the first time they had done so in response to domestic protests. I should get Krista on to talk about this because hmm. they live in Baltimore, and I guess like they're sort of like the test pilot um, city for like this drone shit. They just have a drone that just randomly flies around to see what people are doing. And they're, like, seeing how it goes, I guess, and it might become a national program, maybe? Probably. Um, All right, you, uh, you constitutional heads that believe in the Constitution, that believe in the idea of America, uh, make it, what is it, this is a Fourth Amendment issue. I think so. Uh, get loud. I, I, I got I, I realized oh we don't have that and I and it's always been in the back of my head and um some you know what there are newer subscribers to the podcast like 80 people on patreon means there's new people <laughs> yeah right there and also I'm looking at a, I have podcast stats in front of me now and like in the past few days uh what 833 downloads one day 616 seven like that's not our normal daily like yeah. there's typically dips. Yeah. And the dips aren't happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's probably uh, new listeners. And um, so when I was 12 years old, my biological father had uh, custody of me, but got evicted from the house. And I end up in the foster care system and moved from Spanaway in Washington State to Hilltop Tacoma in Washington State. Some may recognize the name Hilltop in the 90s. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. And I moved on. 23rd and L Street, the house behind, uh, it's Hilltop Mart now, but before it was Debashi's. And, um, there was a police camera that was motion censored and swiveled. And there was no curtain on the bedroom window where I was stuck in one of the bunk beds. So I actually got dressed for school in front of the police camera when I was 12 years old. So I've always known this non-privacy. Yeah. And this, your fourth amendment means fucking (laughs) nothing. (laughs) All right. So it's always been that shit to me, Miss Ma'am. Of course. Yes, more more mm-hmm. more article. Yes, more article. Um, da, 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 da. So Bud believes that the DHS has undergone a mission creep phenomenon, wherein its mission and authorities have gradually expanded over time, a process carried out cumulatively over the Bush 
What? Obama. What? And Trump administrations. Oh, so Trump. I so heard you You said so Trump. Said Trump. Fucking goddamn Trump. Trump. He ruined America. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I cannot believe this motherfucker, man. Like, he was the reason why Harriet Tubman was packing the heat. She was looking yeah. for Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, again, as I said earlier, like a lot of people are freaking out about what we have now. But if folks would have been paying attention, then our uh, elected officials have been gleefully handing over this power, you know, and now they're lamenting stuff and being like, oh, there's this isn't right. Or, oh, they shouldn't be using funding for this. And it's like, well, then stop passing these fucking budgets. Stop doing it. Mm. Stop doing it. You want them to stop doing that? Yes. Uh, mission creep is what CPB, Border Patrol, and ICE have been engaged in since 9-11, Bud said. There are all sorts of interesting powers that CPB, ICE, and Border Patrol have under the Title 42 pandemic law, which has been triggered with Trump's COVID-19 national emergency declaration. Even though he claims we should not be in pandemic lockdown, he refuses to refuses to lift the emergency declaration because it gives these agencies more authority. All of this is legal because of vague and broad broad authorities given to these agencies after 9-11. Weird, it's almost like fear-based policy doesn't actually work. Wait, yes it does. No, it doesn't. No, people are scared and policy gets passed. Work. (sighs) And then they have... um, there's actually, uh, like, screenshots of uh, the memo here. So on June 16th, the president issued the executive order protecting American monuments, memorials, and statues. In the order directed that uh, da, 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 shall provi- uh, DHS shall provide as appropriate and consistent with applicable law personnel to assist with the protection of federal monuments, memorials, statues, or property. In furtherance of the directive, the acting Secretary of Homeland Security has formalized the DHS protecting immune protecting Americans Communities Task Force Pact to provide an ongoing assessment of potential civil unrest and property destruction and to address internal resource allocation and potential surge activity to ensure continuing protection of people and property. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, DHS has determined that in its in the public interest and fiscally sound for federal protective services to partner with other federal law enforcement uh, to execute the direction of the president. It's fiscally sound, really, in this economy? Hmm. Yeah, Uh, because you got to think, like, that's why they didn't give more than the $1,200. They had to save that money mm -hmm. to protect the poor people from the protesters because uh-huh. those are two different groups of people. Those rich protesters, why do you think yeah. they have time to be out there protesting? Mm-hmm. Because their $50 an hour nanny uh-huh. has their kids. Mm-hmm. All right? Those right, protesters, right. riding high on the hog, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm scanning this. So they're scanning. really just whining about fucking statues. In recent weeks, rioters have defaced and torn down monuments and statues honoring some of the most important figures in our nation's storied history. Interesting. These monuments memorialize the history we all share as Americans, including in Portland, mobs tore down statues of the founding fathers, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. It's just interesting that what it, they talk about slave owners and then talk about our shared history, like, uh, I mean, technically, we shared history, but not really. <laughs> like, everyone was on the same plantation at the same time, but that's not, uh, uh, uh. 
In San Francisco, they tore down a uh, rioters, tore down a statue honoring Ulysses S. Grant. Uh, there are calls to remove statues of Abraham Lincoln in Boston and Washington, D.C. Uh, a statue of Han, Hans Christian Hegg. Who the fuck is that? Uh, who died fighting for the Union Army during the Civil War was torn down in Wisconsin. Uh, while the department respects every American's right to protest peacefully, violence and civil unrest will not be tolerated. Says the niggas who snatching up protesters and putting them in cars. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Why, why, are you, why, are you, why are you frustrated with this? Because uh, this is dangerous. Hmm. Um, let's see. They have, and then they have their little Q&A shit. Um, frequently asked questions. Why are CPP officers being deployed? Um, indirect support of the president's executive order. Where are they being deployed? And that's the whole, uh, we can't tell you because it will oper- uh, uh, jeopardize operational security. Did the deployments re- receive any specialized training prior to these deployments? Uh, all agents have received training at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center and are trained to assist other law enforcement entities in these type of situations. Personnel deployed have specialized training for operations in chaotic environments, such as the ones we have recently faced across the country. So apparently their training is how to kidnap people. Okay. Uh, what is the timeline? Of course, this was July 4th weekend. What is CPB's role in the act of pact? Uh, they'll be, they will be providing support as requested to federal protective service. Okay. When did this request for support come? Uh, DHS officially formed PAC on July 1st, which, which initiated the request, uh, for support from DHS law enforcement components. That's not really an answer. Yeah. Okay. So not a lot of answers, but you know, you know, I do know. You do know. Uh, there was something um, kind of switching gears here yes. as we uh, head. To, we're going into 4.30 in the a.m. here. Um, and this is a morning wine cellar, obviously. And I got to get down to the factory bus <laughs> shift to get back. I need to um, mail a component out to Dr. Springler so that we can um, start improving the audio on Talk Fury. Yes. And uh, so cancel culture. Mm-hmm. exists and you found some news on that oh yeah so um i think a lot of people are familiar now i think it was a uh, harper's bazaar that put out the letter where it was like a bunch of people who are like very rich and half platforms complaining that cancel culture is canceling them which is weird because none of them are canceled they're still millionaires with platforms um yeah but apparently it turns out that um there are certain people who are not allowed to be on the letter, which is, I find to be ironic because it is about cancel culture, right? And their whole argument is that, like, you need to hear both sides and we need, like, rigorous intellectual debate and not letting people, you know, vocalize their opinions just because they don't, they, you don't agree with them is dangerous and, you know, blah, 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 cancel culture. Um, it turns out that, like, people like Glenn Greenwald were specifically banned from signing onto this letter and that's just funny to me. Well, why would you want Glenn Greenwald signing on? Why wouldn't you? Does that sound constructive to you? I mean, J.K. Rowling signed it. Okay, but that that individual has been canceled, though. No, they haven't. Like, J.K. Rowling is a cis woman, to my understanding? Oh, very cis. Okay, so and J.K. She's a period-having person. Is that what she calls herself? She went on some fucking um, thing about, like she's a real woman because real women have periods and that whole fucking like and real women give birth that whole fucking disgusting ass shit 
Well, that's, that's fucking compelling, and I've literally never heard that before. And this person is a writer, and that's the thought they brought to the table? Yeah, they're the person who wrote the Harry Potter books. So this person is a bad writer, and <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised that this is the thought they brought to the table? Um, I, I, they've gotten a lot more turfy, I think, as time has gone on, and now they're just, like, full-blown turf. And they're, like, just, you know, because they're starting to fucking hang out with, like, prominent, you know, turfs and fucking, you know... Like, they want to hang out with, like, Julie Bindle now, and this is those those talking points from, like, Radfems are just, you know, trickling out in her Twitter timeline. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know, because, um, yeah, this Harry Potter business, so, and so this person has been canceled? Allegedly. I so, mean, but there's still a fucking millionaire. They still have hundreds of thousands of followers. No, like, no they've been, they've been canceled. <laughs> right. Like, when you can't, because apparently, because... Like, people wouldn't be talking about this so much uh-huh. if it wasn't, like, something that is very effective mm-hmm. and has, like, very severe results, right? Like, so this canceling, I can imagine, what, you said hundreds of millions of dollars? Yes. So that's all been taken, and considering that cancel culture is kind of, like, like bottom-up, it mm-hmm. kind of harms people that are in positions to oppress powerful positions. Yes that the oppressed people actually get all of that. This is what happened. Really? They got... Like, when they signed on to this thing, they had to borrow a pin. Uh-huh. They couldn't even afford a pin. Mm-hmm. No, they're fine. Um, I just tagged you in it. Uh, somebody has the uh, audio of uh, uh, them talking about this. And it's just, it's just funny to me. You know. All right, let me take a... Let me take a little looksy doozy here, buddy chief. Mm-hmm. A tagged uh, wine cellar media. I did. Oh shit! Okay. So, oh shit! I, there's also that Trump clip too. Yeah, I can play that and play that Trump clip and wrap up the morning wine cellar, and I will go bust a shift. Yes. But yeah, it's just interesting to me because you know. Okay, it's fifty-three second clip. Yes. that we saw. Did you consider asking him on? I don't know if that's too, like, private. Bernie Sanders? No, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> that would have been wish. amazing. Yeah, I know. That would have been amazing. Um, Glenn Greenwald. Uh, yeah, we did. I would have had him on. Um, interestingly enough, he's, he's become someone in the past few months that I've interacted with uh, quite a bit on Twitter. And, and it's been cool. We really... Yeah. But like, Wait, they're talking about having... Who, who is Katie Halper's on the screen? Who's this yeah. person talking? That's the guy who drafted the letter about cancel culture yeah to say that it's a bad thing and you should stop doing it yeah that we need to have rigorous debate on both sides and katie halper's hanging out with this cat interviewing him i was never on that program folks (laughs) if you hear any audio that is claimed to be me on the katie halper show uh i repudiate i rebuke that do I uh, as a what that it was two years ago. Uh-huh. I didn't know this was gonna happen. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I would listen to the whole thing in context to see if it's hmm. just like an interview or if it's like a cosign. Yeah, those aren't necessarily the same thing. Yeah, I think Nama Cates has really like. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a lot of my my faith in a lot of. No, you never never mind. I never had it. <laughs> All right, let's see. What, what What's more of this clip? Let me, I interrupted it. 
Uh, yeah, we did. I would have had him on. Um, interestingly enough, he's he's become someone in the past few months that I've interacted with uh, quite a bit on Twitter, and, and it's been cool. We really, yeah. But like, um, he's talking about interacting with Greenwald. Yeah. Okay, and he's saying it's cool. So he drafted it, and he's cool with Greenwald. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I don't have. I was outvoted on that. Interesting. You see? Oh, he said he was outvoted. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was on Halper's program. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He's made a little appearance. This, and this is Scoop. interesting because I assume some of the reasons that you were outvoted on that was because of some of his things that were considered beyond the pale. And I'm not like, it's just not a good No, I, I don't actually even remember. There were certain names that some people. You know, there were just certain names that anybody wanted, uh, and then it was like that, like, the rest of the people didn't just know, and I don't even remember who it was. LGBTQ. Wait, I don't know why that clip was constructive to be posted. Wait, what was... That was because they're talking about how the letter's about cancel culture, and how a bunch of people signed on to it because they feel that they've been attacked for their beliefs. And they feel that's not right. They should have a platform. And they should get to say whatever they want. But they literally said they wouldn't sign the letter if Glenn Greenwald also got to sign the letter. Wait, so you're saying that you should have a platform Yes. on a platform? Yes, but more importantly, it's about them saying, we need to have this intellectual rigorous debate. You need to listen to both sides. You need to listen to me because you need to listen to both sides. But they're literally saying, but a bunch of other people aren't allowed to sign this letter saying that they also deserve to be heard. Okay. Motherfuckers. Um, if you think you've been canceled, wouldn't that mean that you were at one point subscribed to? Because this is, we're getting into some weird wording here. Yeah. That, so that would mean at one point you were subscribed to. At a point where you were on the platform and everyone heard you. Yeah. Okay, so we heard you. Say something new. Like, okay, like this, let's, J.K. Rowling again. Yeah. Let's say J.K. Rowling has actually been canceled, right? Uh -huh. Their Twitter following is down to, like, my Twitter following. Yeah. Like, six people. Yeah. Right? Folks have, you know, uh, taken the books and repurposed them into chairs and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, don't throw them away, folks. Repurpose things. Yes. Folks have taken the books, repurposed them. They took the movies and repurposed them some the fuck how. Mm-hmm. And they're canceled. Yes. Okay, J.K. Rowling wants to get back on. Mm -hmm. Do you have something new to say that we haven't already heard you say? <laughs> no. 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 So why do we need to hear you say what we already heard you say? Because everybody has a right to be heard. Okay, then I'm going to go listen to this other person saying something I haven't heard yet. <laughs> Because no, they're my to, ears. You have to listen to me say something. Because I have a right to be heard. Ah, uh, see, now there's that right-leaning libertarian argument. And, and maybe it's not. Maybe I'm being um, uh, broad-brushy here. Mm -hmm. But that thing with, um, well, you know, uh, my my rights, you know, for my fist ends at your nose. Yeah. I, I, do you know the exact wording of I that one? I don't know that one, but yeah. Yeah, I think folks get the gist of it. So yeah. it's like, yeah, and your right to be heard is ends it my right to fucking turn my ear to something else but, i don't have to listen but you do see and that's the thing so you actually and i i don't want to just like i'm not calling this rape culture mm -hmm. i'm not maybe someone else might but i'm personally not but i'm saying like 
You really don't value autonomy if you think I have to hear you. Yeah. If I'm required. Yeah. Like, I only have so, so many hours in the... My bad, yo. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. So in this letter, like, the, okay, this is literally, this is a direct quote. The free exchange of information and ideas, the lifeblood of a liberal society is daily becoming more constricted. Uh, it is now too common to hear calls for swift and severe retribution in response to perceived transgression of speech and thought. More troubling still, institutional leaders in a spirit of panic damage control are delivering hasty and disproportionate punishments instead of considered reforms. Editors are fired for running controversial pieces. Books are withdrawn for alleged authenticity. Journalists are barred from writing on certain topics. Professors are investigated for quoting works of literature in class. A researcher is fired for circulating a peer-reviewed academic study and the heads of organizations are ousted for what is just what are just sometimes clumsy mistakes that's what they're saying but you know so they're like we have the right and see now keep in mind like um, the people like so there's like transphobes who sign this right so when they say um journalists are barred from writing on certain topics they don't want transphobes passing off like, because these are the journalists who got, you know, quote unquote, canceled because they don't want transphobes passing off articles about trans youth from a transphobic perspective. But the, these transphobes are like, but I have a right to be heard. And it's just interesting that then when it comes to um, people who have more left leaning type ideologies, like, but they wouldn't sign the same letter saying Glenn Greenwald also has a right to be heard as a journalist. And Interesting. Also, also, transphobes are worried about being like Dave Chappelle is like the most popular comedian right now. He literally made a comeback on transphobia. Yeah, like literally, that was actually his whole entire comeback was transphobia. Well, I think a lot of that too with these people is because they do have platforms, they have established careers, they act as if being criticized or um, being like mocked on Twitter is somehow being canceled or being silenced. And it's like, no, it's just people making fun of you on Twitter. Like you still have your career, you still have your money, you're fucking fine. <laughs> but yeah. So it's just super interesting that uh, some people were not allowed to sign the letter about we need to have everyone deserves an open dialogue, except not the people I like because they don't get to sign this letter with me. I'm going to, and this is why we have trigger warnings at the beginning of the program. And this, what I'm doing, yes, there is snark to what I'm doing right now, but this is serious. So I'm typing in the uh, search bar, mm-hmm. transphobe, ki- uh, let me let me put it in quotes. I want exact wording here. Mm-hmm. Transphobe killed. I'm searching for transphobe killed. Uh-huh. Uh, newsbreak.com has this woman painted her home in defiant rainbows after after a transphobe killed her cat. So we got transphobe killed in exact wording, but a transphobe killed something. Yes. A a cat. A cat. Um, And literally the very next um, result is just a different outlet covering that same story. Uh Uh-huh. Um, here are the odds you'll lose your job to a robot. And also, because that's... So that's where you find transphobe killed. Now, I'm going to search for trans woman killed. Oh, yeah. Mm. In quotes. Yes. Uh There we go. Trans Mm -hmm. woman killed in quotes. I just want to see what's happening to who. Because they like to say that they're being attacked. Yes. Um, 
HRC mourns Mercy Mack, black trans woman killed in Dallas. HRC mourns Selena Rise Hernandez, trans woman killed. List of people killed for being transgender. There's a Wikipedia page. Mm. Jane Thompson, trans woman killed by police. Uh, Dejanay Stanton, trans woman killed in shooting. Black trans woman killed. Cameron Breon, shot. Uh, man charged over death. Um, the Mercy Max story. I think it must be one of the most recent ones. Yes, because he of just got over. charged yesterday. Okay. Trans woman killed day after teasing release of... Na- oh, what? Oh, that's also... Mer- okay. Yeah. So this one... So what? what is... Transphobic people are under what attack? Uh, their freedom of speech and that they're, they're being canceled. Like, but not like literally like actual trans people, but like, like, like figuratively, like on Twitter, like oh. metaphorically dying. Like, you know, oh. like, yeah, it's very serious. It's, it's, a, it's very serious. You don't understand. Okay. Well, I, well, that's such a serious issue that. I actually don't have time to listen to you because I'm going to have to go research this. I am going to go and I'm not going to stop researching this. So I'm literally not going to have time to listen to you because I'm not going to stop researching until I have 500 cases of transphobes killed. Yes. All right. For being transphobes. For specifically for that. So until then, I don't have time to listen to you transphobe mm-hmm. go fuck your whole entire self yes and i also see that fucking barry weiss signed this piece of shit which barry weiss was a, a new york times writer and basically her come up was like mm. being a college student who um rides hard on jewish identity but like uses that to be like anybody who supports bds or palestinian rights is anti-semitic and like hangs out with Bill Maher, like one of them niggas. Ah. Uh, yeah, like that, like that type of like specific liberal. And so they actually quit their job at the New York Times over the Tom Cotton piece because they're like, cancel culture is gone too far. It's too rampant. Because remember the Tom Cotton piece, he is, I think, a senator from I don't know why Arkansas is in my head. I'm not sure if that's right, but a southern senator. He was the one who wrote the whole piece about like we should just start shooting protesters, like just bring in the military and just start killing protesters. Like, and the New York Times ran that fucking op-ed for whatever fucking reason. And, of course, there was backlash because we're like, no, we can't just go around killing protesters. What the fuck? <laughs> Remember the New York right. Times leading up to Iraq? Right. Well. <laughs> and um, so then, like, Barry Weiss, like, quit her job as, like, some sort of, like, weird protest. And this is another one of these people who signed on to this shit. So keep in mind, again, like, no, I have a right to say that Palestinians don't deserve rights. And anybody who supports BDS is uh, anti-Semitic. But we, you know, at the same time... We wouldn't sign the letter if Palestinian activists were signing the letter. Weird how that works with this cancel culture shit. Only people in positions of privilege get to determine who does and does not uh, get to be canceled. Yeah, kind of like capitalism and racism. People seeing that shit as a uh, zero-sum game. Yeah. Where it's like, if I don't oppress you via racism, then you're gonna do it to me. Yeah. It's a zero-sum game, and they're like, hey, if we can't just, um see your lives canceled gleefully literally your lives canceled yeah and we can't just joke about it and talk about it and talk about you the way we want to we see that as the same thing is happening to you as happening to us mm-hmm. okay it was uh he is actually from arkansas i was right so hmm. yeah yeah 
All right, well, that's a good grand old time. And I guess uh, towards the end of it, it is 4.48 a.m. Mandatory six-day work weeks, folks. I have to go in the factory, bust a shift, because it is very, very important (laughs) that capitalism get goldfish crackers into the mouths of Canadians. That's where we're shipping this product that we're packaging out to. Well, they need their energy so they can continue to deface Nazi statues up there. And that and goldfish crackers will provide that. Yes. This is the product. Alright, folks. Uh Phoenix Kalita linked me to this Trumple Stiltskin clip on Fox News Sunday. And uh is that Chris No, that's not Chris Cuomo. I'm thinking of who the fuck is this guy? They don't have his name on here, but it's Fox oh. News Sunday. Yeah. Alright, let me run that bizak and bring the volume is up. It's actually sort of embarrassing as you listen to this clip. He has called, like in this clip, he calls out uh, Donald Trump more than most uh, liberal media does, like face to face. Not like some fucking snarky like pundit who's like, oh, Donald Trump was messed up for saying that, but like actually said something to his face. And I think that's why it caught everybody's attention. Man, I swear to fuck, yo, when when a white man sits down and his suit pants come up to his fucking calves. There's there's trouble afoot. <laughs> like things are about to go really wrong for everyone. You've seen deaths up in New York, deaths up in Chicago, shootings. How do you explain it and what are you going to do about it? I explain it very simply by saying it the Democrat All right, so he says there's deaths and yes. shootings. What are you going to do? By deaths, I don't know. He See, this, the clip starts, yeah. and you can tell they've already been going, so I don't know if he's talking about coronavirus when he oh, first says Oh, no, they're deaths. talking about, like, um, like protests and just, like, general, like, the general right-wing talking points, like, oh, Chirac, shootings, and Antifa, and, like, that type of thing. Okay. All right, let's do it. Here we go. How do you explain it, and what are you going to do about it? I explain it very simply by saying they're Democrat-run cities. They're liberally run. They're stupidly run. Liberal... Democrats have been running cities in this country for decades. Poorly. Why is it so bad? Fucking Donald Trump's, he's like blowing up the decibels. Yeah. Why is it so bad right now? Uh, They've run them poorly. It was always bad, but now it's gotten totally out of control. And it's really because they wanted to fund the police. And Biden wants to fund fund the police. Sir, he does not. No, whoa. (laughs) Oh, shit. Right. Donald Trump just perked up like I have never seen before. He is about to... It's, I don't know. His tiny hands just went straight up in the air. It's Chris Wallace, by the way, is the interviewer. Chris Wallace. Okay. Yeah, Donald... God damn. His posture just perked way up. I think his pants may have gone higher. <laughs> Holy shit. He just fucking, like... He just wedgied, like, all the way up to his fucking tonsils. It was always bad, but now it's gotten totally out of control, and it's really because they wanted to fund the police, and Biden wants to fund, to fund no, he, the police. Sir, he does not. Look, he signed a charter with Bernie Sanders. It Redo says nothing about defunding the oh, police. Oh, really? It says about... No, it does it say nothing about... It does not say anything about defunding the police. And also, it's not um, even his official platform. It's a series of recommendations that he's willing to consider. It's not even an official part of the platform. But even if it was, defunding the police is not in there. Abolish. It says, if I, let's go. All right. Get, well, me, you, get you, me the charter, please. All right. Donald Trump said, let's go. Get me the charter, please. I, I want the rest of the clip, because if Donald Trump is reading, I want to see that. 
I will look and see if there is more footage <laughs> yeah. while you're at work. Yes. Yeah, it is 4.52 in the a.m. I need to upload this podcast audio. All right, uh, folks, WineCellarMedia.com. If you want to hear more about what happens after white men sit down and their suit pants go up to their fucking calves, uh, <laughs> you can go to Patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund it is not a tiered system you hold it down for us we'll hold it down for everybody and there are tip jars over at uh paypal.me slash phoenix and william uh the cash app is dollar sign phoenix Kaliter, and the vin mo is at wine cellar media and uh we actually uh do like at the end of the month we pay ourselves our little salary from doing our podcast work and it actually is an income that we use as part of things like moving out of this fucking slum hole yes so uh yeah you're actually uh playing a part in getting niggas away from mold yes oh my god there's so much fucking mold in the basement <laughs> yeah it's a grand old time all right winecellarmedia.com eight years in this father mucker Please be as safe as possible wherever you are. End Facebook Live. Blam. End podcast audio. Bang. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.